welcome to Cody Cast. This, this is, is Cody, Cody Allen's podcast. podcast. You've been my friend for a long time. And yeah. I always thought we had the most frank conversations. Like we were just lay it all out there, how I felt, how you felt. We've talked about some of these things before. So that's why I wanted to have you on because I watched that video of George Floyd like we all did. I had emotions, but I bet you had a unique set of emotions that were that, that only a person seeing it through your eyes uh, feels and sees. So when you saw that video, what did you think? Um, I pictured my son. Uh, I've seen a lot of videos, man. Uh, that was probably one of the worst ones I've, I've that whole videos that I saw where you see this guy get killed on camera. Like, for eight and a half minutes, he was already cuffed. You know, the guy has this knee on his neck and you can see he keeps repositioning his knee. And I was like, wow, man. What is going through this guy's head? How messed up is his heart to not see this is somebody's brother, somebody's son, uh, somebody's friend that he's purposely taken life of. And it bothered me because this looked like, guy looks like me, you know? And it took me back to a time I was in Virginia after Best Shot went number one. And I'm driving and I get pulled over. Uh, I had a taillight out. The officers, you know, from the start, he was very aggressive. And I didn't equate it to racism. I just say, you never know what people are going through. Because we've all had days where we're just irritated from certain things. And the first person we come in contact with, they're the one that sometimes catches a rap. But he was very aggressive. He was like, Hey, uh, your taillights out. What are you doing? Do you have anything illegal in your, in your car? Do you have any drugs, weapons? I was like, uh, no, sir. I'm just just headed home, man. He said, well, I don't, I don't know if I believe you. And dude was like, I might have to have you step out of the car. And this other officer pulls up. Uh, he says, hey, you, Jimmy Allen, right? Sing that song, Best Shot. I said, yes, sir. He said, I love that song, man. He said, look, man, you just got to tell that out. Uh, he apologized for the, for the officer. But I'm like, what if that other guy didn't pull up? What if I didn't have a number one song on country radio? You know, I definitely kept my calm because I feel like you always have to approach situations and be the calm person in it. But I, 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 I thought about that. I thought about my son when I saw the video and I'm like, man, this is, this is horrible, man. We are, we are still here. And I, I said, you know, I've, so I waited a few days before I said anything. Cause I had a bunch of people message me, Jimmy, why haven't you said nothing about George Floyd, blah, blah, blah. And you got to do things in your own speed. Hmm. And when I say something, I want it to be meaningful. I want people to hear my heart and also be able to move forward with an open mind and understanding because hateful words don't welcome a listening ear. You know what I'm saying? 
so that's why I wanted to approach it the way I did. And because when you have a situation like this, you don't know how people were raised. Mm-hmm. You, you, uh, I know for me, there were, I was raised uh, different denominations. Um, my mom was one, my dad was another one. And there were things in the denomination that I was taught growing up from my parents and their parents that's just passed down that I found out the older I got, it's not biblical, it's not real. It's some of the things I was taught was just something that we've been doing, you know what I mean? And I equate that to this, to where if you have no access to black people in your life and the only black people you see on TV and they're robbers and murderers and the media pushes it this way and you see movies and you have a family that might tell you, okay, you got to be careful around black people. They do this, they do that. When the rest of the world slowly starts to wake them up, they have to unlearn everything that they've been taught, you know, and that doesn't happen overnight. Um, So they're trying to learn the new ways of everybody being equal and equality and we're, we're a lot more alike than we are different. And they're in their mind, like they could be hurt. Like, I can't believe my family did this to me, made me feel I was superior than this person or that person. So I wanted to write something that was meaningful because the only way to change people's hearts doesn't happen overnight. You have to be persistent, passionate, and uh, 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 you have to have patience, you know, because everybody learns at a different uh, speed. And it's been beautiful to see uh, protests in different shades of people protesting because we've come a long way you know in the 60s and during the civil rights movement it was pretty much all black people now there's more people that weren't black marching that i saw than black people and the phrase the revolution won't be televised isn't about protesting and stuff the revolution is what happens in your mind and your heart when it clicks that mm-hmm. there's there's injustice and, and i had a buddy of mine this white guy, we've been friends since we were like 10. He said, Jimmy, well, how come you can't just say all lives matter? Why do you have to say black lives matter? I said, man, you can't say all lives matter until all lives matter. I said, on your honest opinion, do you think black people a lot of times are treated equally? And he said, no. I said, well, there you go. You, you can't say all, all lives matter until all lives do, whether it's black lives, white lives. Asian lives. Whenever there's an injustice on an overall general group of people, then they don't matter, you know? And technically, you know, when the U.S., everything started from the Constitution and everything, it's, it's kind of been that way from slavery to, I think, I don't know if it's been changed or not, but black people, we were two-thirds of a person, not even the whole person, um, to where if it was equal, you know, we have family members that fought in World War One, World War Two, that come back to a country that they fought for but can't vote. You know, so it's Can you imagine? I can't it's so silly yeah, now thinking about that. It's insane. Yeah, man, it's 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 uh but again, man, it's one of them things where it's just my job to kinda just teach people to just you know, when you say something, 
mean it. You know, that's why I said my second post, don't just post the black square just because it's the new media trend. Like I, it drives me insane when people post, pray for Nashville, pray for California, or pray for the, are you actually praying or are you just posting it because everyone else is doing it? What's your reason behind your post? What's your reason and your purpose behind your protesting, behind everything you do have a plan? Because it's everything you do can either hurt or help. And well, actions speak louder than words. And I think it's important to hear the words, hear people talk about this, this and, and work through this issue together, but then do something about it. Um, and I, I think that comes back perhaps to our government a little bit, uh, doing something about it. I mean, as you mentioned, this country has a history of this, uh, of, of injustice. And so this may be the year, this may be the moment. I feel like it is, honestly. Like we all like brushed away 2020 as if it meant nothing. Coronavirus had ruined it. Um, and we all just sort of gave up. Like, okay, well, let's wait till 2021 to do anything. Yeah. And I just feel like we're being pushed into change. And actually, this isn't the year to be canceled. This is the year. Let's because make some no change happen. There's no concerts to distract you. There's no sports. I had a country yeah. artist friend of mine, white guy, he called me. And he said, man, this is the first time that I've actually seen something and had time to just sit and process it because I had no concert to rush to, had no interviews, had nothing to do, and I really got to see it. He, and he was like, I can honestly tell you. He said, I asked myself, do I really think things are – equal for people and he said i said no because he said i can tell you right now i would not want to be a black guy in america i don't and he said me saying that really lets me know man we've come a long way but we got a long way to go yeah real quick go back to uh your first comment about when you first saw the video you thought of your son i'm raising a white son you're raising a black son why should you be more scared for him than i am for my son just because of the negative image that's been around black people, you know, uh, because, you know, I've had it happen where I'll walk into a store and say, that's the day I don't have my jeans and my cowboy boots on, but I'm wearing my Jordans and some sweats and a hoodie. Like I've literally watched two people come in the store that don't look like me robbing this place blind. But the manager the entire time keeps coming to me. Can I help you with anything? I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I go somewhere. Hey, do you need any help? I said, I'm good. I just told you I was, I'm great. I'm, I'm good. And I was like, I was like, you need to watch them. They over there stealing everything. He's like, what do you mean? I said, go look at the camera. And then he went back and, and, and I asked him. I put him on the spot. I said, man, you follow me because I was black and wearing sweats. He said, no, I would never do that. I said, well, why am I the only person you're asking to help? Ain't nobody that nice. I was like, why? I said, I just told you I'm good, bro. Why you keep asking me? But I ain't seen you ask nobody else in this little store if they if they if they need help. And you know, it's 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 that's and that's the difference, man. You know, if not all people, but some, you know, there's injustice to everyone. But I'm not going to sit here and be naive and say. Who do you feel more threatened by? If you're outside by yourself and you see a black guy cross the street in a hoodie or a white guy cross the street. And even, even as a black guy, 
you know, we've all done it. You know, I can honestly say, if I see it, if I feel threatened and I see a white guy across the street and a black guy, I'll probably say to myself, I'll fight that white guy before I fight that black dude. You know what I mean? We've all yeah. done it. And when we can be honest and just point out our own flaws, man, that's, you know, that's, that's where the that's where the change starts and you know so many people ask me all the time well how's it about being a black guy in country music and i tell people all the time man for me i see the progress i had no fan base before country music you know i have two number ones now because of the support from you know you guys you know radio media and country music and the fans you know i have i ever experienced a little setback before yeah but it came from someone that worked at a record label not radio not my record label and not the fans someone told me in a meeting this person's exact words and i ended up walking out they said well you know i like you jim you're you're cool for a black guy i was like what does that mean and then this person proceeds to say well i'm not sure how to market someone that looks like you because i'm not sure how people would feel about your people my i'm like what year is this i'm like wow and i'm sitting here and then they they just continue to dig and in their brain they have no idea what they're saying is not right yeah, yeah. So i was like all right but man, from country radio, man, to the country music family, to uh, the fans, it's been great, you know? And that's yeah. where I feel like when people ask, how come there's more black people in country music, more black artists? Because the hiccup isn't radio and the fans. The hiccup is sometimes at the record label side. And if the record labels don't sign black artists, how do we get it played on country radio? Because that relationship between country radio and the record label is so strong. If a record label doesn't sign a black artist, how do we get them to radio? How do we get them to, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but there's so many out there that look like me from myself to Kane Brown, Mickey Guyton, Darius Rucker, Charlie Pride, uh, Cowboy Troy, Aaron Vance, Tony Jackson, this new girl named Tierra. Um, man, there's just so many people from, you know, the musicians that play in bands. My boy Tyrone that plays for Sam Hunt. My boy uh, Hubert that plays a little big town, Damian Horn, uh, my boy Kill that plays a little big town. There's so many out there, and we've been welcomed, you know, by the artists, and we've been welcomed by the radio, we've been welcomed by the fans. It's just there's a little. This person works for my label. I'm not gonna put them out, but this person works for my label. This person said, "Yeah, Jimmy, there's some problems at certain record labels. You got a lot of people with old." ways of thinking you know and they forget the whole history of country music mm. where history of country music actually came from the blues came from black yeah. people the banjo came from west africa so it's yeah. like you know it's all again it comes down to just educating yeah. yourself and no matter how people treat me i choose to still lead with love and compassion and hopefully yeah. one day you know you know, people will start to see each other as, as equal. And, yeah. and I don't, people say, well, Jimmy, you should get mad. You should say something angry. What will that do? It just takes the hate I'm trying to preach against. It makes me become what I don't, what I'm yeah. going to get. It defeats the whole purpose.
I'm glad your message coming out of this past week has just been so much love. So thank you for that. I, I'm glad you brought up also like the names of the artists who are making things happen. And the best thing about that most recent number one was the fact that you and Kane were number one and number two on the country music charts at that moment. It was incredible. And so listen, man, that happened you, with, that happened with best shot too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. That, yeah. happened, with, that happened with best shot too. I made a joke uh, to one of my buddies in radio. I was like, man, my single went number one and Kane's went number one or Kane go number one. I got number one. I said, it's good to see y'all got a black section carved out. <laughs> Doing your <laughs> a black section right at the very top of the charts. My yeah, exactly. Guess. So, it was I mean, you know, um, it really comes down to great music. And by the way, you have a great new song out right now with Noah Cyrus called Thank This you. Is Us that's doing so well. I'll get to that in a second. One more question on this, though, because I wanted you to look back at this past week and help me and help us sort of cope with, I mean, obviously there's protests, there's riots, there's looting, vandalism, all this. Uh, how, wh what do you see and, and like, how do we um, deal with this moving forward? Um, do we need to protest more? Uh, how do we My deal thing, with sort of the, the, the bad side of this, which is the, neg the negative, which often gets covered, which is, you know, people breaking windows and stealing and like, that is a sidebar to the greater yeah. protest, I think, that is mostly told, useful. I told somebody the other day, you know, when when the, when the looting first started, uh, somebody said somebody said Nike store got broken into and Sephora got broken into. I said, well, you know, I, Nike, okay, I, that that was us, that was us, that was us. Sephora, we not breaking into no Sephora with those skateboards, bro. That ain't that ain't us. That ain't happening. <laughs> but but I told people the best way to do this, man. If you want to protest, do it during the day, and then leave. Because at nighttime, a group of people creates camouflage for the people that are there to terrorize and, and take this moment as an opportunity to get stuff for themselves and disrupt the whole movement. I said, if y'all, if everybody leaves, five o'clock, everybody go home, the 10, 12 people that's out there messed stuff up, it's just them. But I tell people, it really comes down to voting. You know, not even, I'm not even talking about presidential voting because the president doesn't really, in my opinion, affect your daily life. It's voting when it comes to your mayor, your mm -hmm. governor, your, your senate, your, your representatives that represent your state. Because if you have a mayor that's all about love and equality for everyone, black, white, different, uh, doesn't matter your sexual orientation, whatever. If you have someone that's all about love and equality, they're not going to stand for a police chief that lets nonsense happen. They're not going to stand. And I don't care if the person getting abused is black white asian it don't matter man wrong is wrong yeah. you know uh, uh so that's where i tell people vote on your local level you get that you really get down and you vote for somebody that's all about equality for everyone seeing everyone is equal that's where you really start to see the change uh, when it comes to this coronavirus time we've all been stuck at home a lot more and obviously like you said it, it it probably all of this inequality and uh, injustice being uh, brought to the forefront has given us time to really think about how we can do things differently. And so in that way, um, it, it's been good, I think. Um, but on the lighter side of all of this, how have you been spending time uh, 
coping with this at home. Uh, I, I know you're a huge Disney fan. I imagine Disney Plus must be a major player right now. Dude, I've been on a fishing tour where I've been taking the tour bus from Delaware to Nashville, Nashville to Florida. I go from the house to the fishing hole. And people say, well, why would you go fishing? I was like, first of all, it's just me out there. I feel a lot safer on my boat with just me than in Walmart. You know, they was like, well, what if you catch COVID? Listen, if I catch COVID on the water, just me, I already had it, okay? <laughs> I, I already had it. We got bigger issues. So, man, I've been, I've been, you know, spending time with family. I actually got a chance to spend more time with my newborn daughter because uh, when she was born on March 1st, we left and went out and left the country March 5th, and we wasn't supposed to come back to, like, March 30th. But we ended up coming back on the 12th. So I got all that time with her, all this time with her now and my son, who turns five uh, here pretty soon. Um, so it's been it's been great. You know, I've I've been doing a lot more activities outside. I uh, had I I was people ask me, well, Jimmy, you know, well, why don't you post something about a stay at home PSA? I said, listen, man, I'm not the type of person to ever say or ever do anything that I'm not literally doing. I said, how can I tell people to stay home when I'm taking the tour bus to Florida to go fishing? You know, even though I don't post it on social media, right? I'm doing that. I said, I just, I just be, just be smart. You know, nothing wrong with going outside. If you want to go fishing, go fishing. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you should stay home. I was like, even if I go outside, everything's closed. So what does it matter? <laughs> That's what I've been doing, spending time with family and on a fishing tour. Right on. Um, the new song, This Is Us, uh, with Noah Cyrus, great love song. Um, and so tell me about the song and kind of why, well, first of all, we need more love in the world, but uh, tell me why this song's kind of special. And why, and why Noah Cyrus, uh, you asked to sing on it. The song she wrote with uh, Tyler Hubbard, Florida Georgia Line, Noah, a guy named D. Miles, and another writer, I forgot the name. Uh, well, my manager, Ash Bowers, that manages myself, Matt Stell, and Chris Bandy, works alongside a lot with uh, Noah's Noah's record label records. And he knows Barry Wise really well. And, uh, the song uh, was sent to Ash, and I heard it, and I thought it was going to be a duet first with FGL and Noah. And I heard it, and I was like, yo, can I? Then I get on that. They asked me if I wanted to put a vocal on it. I was like, dude, I would love it. So I love the song, recorded it. I'm a fan of Noah's music anyway. I got to meet her, hang out with her. We shot the video. She's super cool. Like, she's really a nice person, man. Like, yeah. super chill. Uh, and I love the song. And I just so happened to be doing a new EP that comes out soon that's full of collaborations. Because... I've never done the only collab I did on my something for me was uh did Shallow with Noah Side with uh Abby Anderson. And I did a song with Matt Stell on his record. I did a song with my buddy Colt Ford on his and and I got to be a part of Florida Georgia not Florida Georgia Line, but Montgomery Gentry's um uh twentieth anniversary. I got to sing Hell Yeah. Uh and then I've done stuff with my buddy Bookshork, other people, but never actual project for me. So I said I wanna do a duet record with people I love um, so the lead single from it is This Is Us uh, I have a song with some people that when people on the record comes out people are like this is so random 
Uh, I won't give them all out, but one I will give out that it was so, so amazing for me. And it's a true representative of black people in country music. It's a song with me, Charlie Pride and Darius Rucker on the same song. And I was like, wow, this is cool. And I got one IT's. I got a song with Mickey Guyton on there. And there's some other artists I'm excited about. That's on EP. Uh, yeah, man. How soon yeah. are we going to hear all this? This sounds amazing. Um, it's coming soon? Yes. Between now and July 30th. Okay. So somewhere between now and July 30th, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be out and, 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 and be available. Because I haven't put no new music out in a long time. And I'm tired of hearing. I love my record, Mercury Lane, but I'm tired of listening to it. <laughs> and at my shows, I'll be playing new songs, but I'm like, man, nobody knows it. So <laughs> I think I just wrote this thing. But it's been great, man. Uh, again, man, just super thankful and yeah. to be a part of you know, the country music family, man. It's, it's great. And, you know, I always had people ask me, Jimmy, are you going to go pop? I was like, why would you say that? They said, well, your music leans pop. I said, since day one, my music's kind of leaned that way. You know, I'm, I'm a country lyric with a pop rock production kind of guy and pop melodies, uh, sometimes classic country melodies, depends on the records. And, you know, I just, I said, I'm never leaving. I'm always going to play country music festivals. I'm always going to send my music to country radio. I'm always going to be at country award shows, always going to do interviews, hanging out with my cousin, Cody Allen, you know? <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, man, uh, I love it, man. You know, uh, Life is, I'm, I'm thankful. Am I sad, you know, injustice and everything going on? Yes. But at the same time, I am thankful for the pro for the progress. I am thankful to, in a genre of music where people don't think I would succeed, be succeeding. Yeah. And yeah. just go show that there's love here, man. And, uh, and, and it's possible to do what you want to do, no matter yeah. what you look like or where you're from. So. Well, and the great music finds its way, like great music rises. Uh, and I also think good people do too. And I think that that's what this moment really is. Good people coming, coming together, I hope, and uniting for. Listen, I don't talk politics ever. Like, this is not what I'm about. I, I just, you know, uh, uh, talk about music mostly. But it just struck me that politics. it's... I don't, I, don't, I don't look at it as politics. I look but a lot of people it. think that it is to the point where yeah. if you say something or you step out, it's like suddenly, oh, he must be for Trump or he must be for Biden. Or like, it's like, no, it's just, it's just about people. It's about Yeah, humanity. we're not even talking about Trump or Biden. We're talking right. about people being treated fairly. That's all we're talking about here. Right. You know? uh, and I, I challenged a lot of, a lot of my friends that are Christians and believers. And I said, how can you love God and not love everyone? When God specifically tells you to love everyone. And I was like, just let that sink in for a little bit. Hmm. I said, there's no way you can say you love God. You love people and see the video with George Floyd and make excuses for it. Then do you really love God? You say you do. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just something for people to think. One last question on this, because I wonder if there's not a balance we should be talking about as well. The balance being, yes, I can support Black Lives Matter and the Black community while at the same time supporting good cops who yes. are in my community. 
you can't. That, we have to figure out that balance too, because I think it's a little bit still a little imbalanced right now. See, it, again, I, I tell people it, it just comes down to people being treated fairly. I know some of my best friends are police officers. My cousin's a police officer. And, and, and that's, and they're great people, mm. you know, they treat people fairly. Uh, so you can still support Black mm. Lives Matter and support police officers. Of, of course, mm. you know, I don't, I'm not one, I don't want to see a black guy treated wrong by one police officer in Minneapolis and then see a protest where somebody throws a brick at an officer just because they think he might be racist. No, that's not how you do it. You know nothing about this. First of all, it's not the right thing to do. Second of all, you know nothing about this cop. He could have a black wife and mixed kids at home. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that doesn't, it's, it, no, that's not how you do it. You know, it's about, because when we stereotype police officers, we can't get mad. I can't get mad if someone stereotypes black people because it comes down to groups of people. See what I'm saying? Yep. And you can't stereotype one group of people and not and get mad when people stereotype a group of people yep. that I'm associated with. So, yes, you can support. Again, it comes down to supporting everything, yep. supporting yep. blacks, supporting uh, 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 police officers, supporting firefighters, supporting Asians, supporting whites. It's about support, global support. And I definitely think you can do that. I don't agree with people uh, 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 harming police officers. No, not at all. My families are, my family are police officers. Some of my best friends since I was a kid are police officers. You know, you can support yeah. both. Because, again, how can you say how can I push for Black Lives Matter and hopefully one day Black Lives are included in all lives matter if I treat a certain group of people different? I'm yeah. contradicting everything I'm pushing towards. Perfectly said. I really appreciate that. Um, I think we all uh, need to hear it. Um, before you let you go, in case people don't know your story, Jimmy, you uh, came to Nashville. And how long did you live in your car? Uh, about four and a half months. Showered at the YMCA. Prairie Life Fitness, a gym in Cool Springs. Okay, there you go. Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and lived in trailer, lived really, in with no electric. That was horrible. Yeah, but now you're in this uh, swanky new truck you got there with a couple number ones under your belt and lots more to got come. There you go. <laughs> Um, I'm just so proud of you. And listen, man, I, I love your story. I love you as a human being. I always have, by the way. I mean, this is not something that's, I'm I just like, oh, let's have Jimmy on because he can speak to this. No, Jimmy's my friend. And yeah, I really. I've been on, I, we've been hanging out on radio for a long time. Right? <laughs> we haven't. We haven't. So, Jimmy, uh, appreciate it. My best to your family. Give Alexis uh, my best as well. And y'all take care. We'll see you soon. Hey, your family, I say hello as well. And everybody out there watching and listening, love yourself. Love everybody. Thank you so much for supporting the country music family, not just myself, but every other artist out there. We appreciate it. And look forward to seeing you guys on the road soon. 
Love you, Jimmy. Thank you. Man, love you too, brother. See you. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.